leaders of this country want representation. They want organization. They want participation. They want protection. They want employment. And they're going to have those things through the leadership and the instrumentality of this new labor movement that you're forging. That was the voice of John L. Lewis, president of the United Mine Workers for 40 years and founder of first the Committee and then the Congress of Industrial Organizations, or the CIO, the great labor federation that drove the mass organization of industrial workers in the 1930s. There have been many moments of labor upsurge in America, including the influx of members into the Knights of Labor in 1886, the dramatic growth of unions during and in the immediate aftermath of World War I, and the great public sector unionism surge of the 1960s and 70s. But none matches the scale of the CIO moment. If we're looking to get millions of private sector workers into the labor movement, there's really one time to look to for inspiration, and that is the ascendant period of the CIO. Hello, my name is Benjamin Fong, and in Organize the Unorganized, a forthcoming podcast from the Center for Work and Democracy at Arizona State University and Jacobin Magazine, I'm going to be telling the story of the CIO. It's a story of heroism. Factory occupations. You know what? What better way to disrupt production than to just take over the building? It's a story of violence. A plainclothes policeman got out, guns in both hands, and said, you sons of bitches want some of this, I'm ready for you. It's a story of power. I think that's what it means to say that you live in a society in which these capitalists wield extraordinary power. And arguably, it's a story of working class revolution. He ended up saying, if this isn't revolution, I don't know what is. I've been lucky enough to interview leading labor historians and experts for this project, and so the story will be largely told in their voices. Hi, I'm Mary Jones. You know, at Woolworths, we've thrown out the manager and we've got the keys. What do we do now? You are all part of a common working class experience and a common working class culture. And the divisions among you are much less important than what you share. No matter how bleak things look, and remember how bleak things would have looked in 1933-34, there are the possibilities of organizing new sectors. I hope you'll tune in, starting on January 9th, 2024, as we begin releasing episodes of Organize the Unorganized, and even if you're not a history buff. For in addition to laying out the basic history, strategy, and reasons for success of the CIO, the hope is to draw out lessons for the present moment. I'll let Nelson Lichtenstein, one of the many guests on the podcast, close out on this point. Don't think that the people who created the great CIO unions back in, uh, you know, 80 years ago were somehow super people, supermen or superwomen, you know, or somehow imbued with some, you know, sophisticated radicalism. They were identical to you. There was hesitation. They were sitting around. There was, there was fear. The labor movement has always grown in spurts and, you know, frustration, long years of frustration and then a breakthrough. And that's what we have to, you know, you never know quite when that breakthrough is going to happen uh, and you have to be prepared for it. <laughs>